Hail and welcome to A is for Agrimony, coffee-stained notes on witchcraft. I am Margot, the original Margot's doppelganger. Happy Friday, and I hope you're ready for an amazing weekend ahead. The new moon in Leo looms ahead of us on Wednesday, August 16th, approximately 5.38 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Did I say approximately? I meant precisely. And since I always talk about new and full moons and sometimes major cosmic occurrences such as retrogrades, in order to shed some light on how we can use these energies that they lend to us in our daily lives or our magical practices, I thought I'd take a minute to weave in a little more explanation on how or why this kind of works. For anyone who finds astrology to be confusing, and trust me, it is very confusing until you get a slight handle on it, and then it's even more confusing the deeper you try to go. Uh, I typically leave that to my friends over at Two Geminis and a Leo to school me on this, but here's what I'm able to explain as these celestial transits pertain to our lives and our magic. So we have the new moon in Leo, which brings a specific type of energy every August just as we have a full moon in Aquarius every August, because the new moon is always in the same zodiac sign as the sun, whereas the full moon is always in the zodiac sign opposite the sun. So every August has a new moon in Leo and a full moon in Aquarius. Uh, this August actually being an exception because we have an additional blue moon this year, which is the full moon occurring twice in one month or the third in four in a season, which occurs roughly every two or three years. But each full moon and new moon brings its own specific type of energy. For example, the new moon, as we know, brings the energies of new beginnings, fresh starts, or the end of one thing and the beginning of another. It offers a reset and provides an opportunity to set new intentions or goals. And this is combined now with the energies of Leo, which is a bright and powerful energy ruled by the sun. It is vibrant, creative, confident, compassionate, and a driven natural leader, much like the proud lion. So this, in combination with the energies of the new moon, are amplified at this time. So these combined energies could result in making us all feel inspired to get back in touch with things that we feel passionate about or what lights up our souls. We may want to revisit projects or hobbies that we set aside for reasons we can't even remember anymore and or shift our new focus to what brings joy, stepping back out into the sun in a way. Even little things, simple as they are, that once brought you joy, like a small morning ritual or an unfinished book, can re-spark your inner light. You may even be feeling some kind of take-charge energy, feeling like what's needed in a stagnant situation is some new leadership or a creative burst, and you're just the person to get things started moving again. You could be feeling a little more outgoing and start planning some social gatherings with the intention of re-entering the social spotlight with a newly refreshed sense of confidence. There are several ways that this energy can manifest, but it's not the same every single August new moon because there are other celestial bodies and transits happening that play a role in adding to or changing some of these energies. For example, Venus in retrograde, which is happening now, is a time of introspection, reassessment, and the reevaluation of past experiences in the areas that are ruled by Venus. 
It's a period of time when our relationships, our values, and even our financial matters all closely under Venus's rule come under intense scrutiny. You can see maybe how this can dampen the larger than life main character energy of Leo, who just wants to shine and inspire others with their vibrancy. You may feel pulled between this wonderful Leo new moon energy and the energy of Venus retrograde, which tends to throw matters of relationships off kilter. And these can be romantic relationships, friendly relationships, and even relationships with yourself and your finances. Talk about tripping up the main act. But reassessment and introspection can be a good thing, often revealing to us what is present in our lives that no longer serves us and may need to be adjusted or even removed. And the courageous lion wouldn't shy away from this task, daunting as it may be. So you may find that the Leo new moon energy is just what you needed to make sense of what Venus retrograde is throwing your way. Just try to keep the ego in check while you navigate these issues. And this is just one example of what's going on in the cosmos that can alter the energies of August's Leo new moon. And we can try to make sense of all of it, which is beyond the scope of my ability and why astrologers always fascinate me. Or you can choose to work with a certain aspect that feels appropriate to your current situation. That's part of the beauty of witchcraft. Okay, so let's talk about this episode's main topic. We are back to our daily magic series and we've reached Tuesday, which means we will also be discussing Mars. Let's dig into it. In various magical and folkloric traditions, including witchcraft, Tuesdays hold significance due to its associations with specific planetary and mythological influences. And here I have a quick breakdown of Tuesday's significance in daily magic, witchcraft, and folk practices. Planetary Association Tuesday is often associated with the planet Mars in astrology and magical traditions. Mars is considered the planet of action, courage, strength, and assertiveness. It embodies qualities of energy, power, and determination, which can influence spellwork and magical endeavors on this day. Mythological Associations Tuesday is named after the Norse god Tyr who is associated with war, justice, and law. Tyr sacrificed his hand to bind the wolf Fenrir, showcasing his self-sacrifice for the greater good. This mythic connection to courage and sacrifice aligns with Mars's symbolism. We also have the magical intentions specifically of protection, courage, and strength. Given Mars's influences, Tuesday is often chosen for spells and rituals related to protection, courage, strength, and assertiveness, and even war when it is deemed necessary. People may engage in rituals to boost their confidence, overcome challenges, or protect themselves from negative influences, and can benefit from working these types of magic on Tuesdays. Folk Traditions Tears Day in some cultures, Tuesday is traditionally linked to certain activities or beliefs. For example, in Scandinavian countries, Tuesday was traditionally associated with working and productivity, and this notion stems from the idea of aligning oneself with the energy of action and diligence. Magical practices, spellwork, and rituals. 
So practitioners of witchcraft and other magical traditions might choose Tuesday to perform any of the following rituals or spells. Protection spells. Since Mars's energy can be harnessed for defense, spells aimed at protecting oneself, one's home, or loved ones might be performed on Tuesdays. Although there are plenty of great reasons to work these spells on a few other days of the week, but we're talking Tuesday right now. Courage and confidence spells. Mars's influence lends itself well to rituals focused on boosting self-confidence, courage, and assertiveness. Banishing and binding spells. The strength and assertiveness associated with Mars, as well as other deities tied to Tuesday, can be channeled into spells aimed at banishing negativity or binding harmful influences. Physical health and vitality spells. As the energies of Tuesdays, as well as Mars, is connected to physical energy and strength, Tuesday might be chosen for spells related to enhancing one's physical health and vitality. And remember, while Tuesday carries these associations, magical practices can vary widely depending on the tradition, personal beliefs, and cultural influences of the practitioner. As with any magical work, intention, respect, and ethical considerations play a significant role in effectiveness and ethics of the practice. And because of the warlike energy that is inherent in Tuesday, there are some who do not look upon it very favorably. For example, in Spain, the word Tuesday, Martes, comes from the planet Mars, of course, named after the Roman god of war. But culturally, it's the negative associations with this deity that seem to resonate the most intensely. So for many Spaniards, Tuesday is associated with war, death, destruction, blood, and violence, and therefore is seen as a very unfavorable day. In addition to this, historically, Tuesday can be considered an unlucky day. In the Greek world, Tuesday is the day of the week of the fall of Constantinople. And for this reason, it was Tuesday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, that was feared in some ancient cultures. Still, there are some sources that say something very different about Tuesdays. For example, in the Bible, it is referred to as becoming Day of the Waters in the Old Testament, chosen by the Lord to split the waters from land, day when earth was made. Tuesday, blessed in this way, was charged with countless therapeutic values. In Hinduism, Tuesday is dedicated to the Lord Hanuman, a revered deity known for his strength, devotion, and courage. Devotees often visit Hanuman temples and offer prayers on this day. And in Islam, Tuesday is considered a blessed day, and there's a narration from the prophet Muhammad indicating that good deeds performed on Tuesdays are particularly rewarded. These are just some examples of how you can look at even a feared or reviled energy from a completely different perspective depending on your circumstance, your cultural background, your religious belief, or your personal preference. I'll elaborate more on that when we focus on Mars. But let's quickly go over Tuesday's magical properties and associations. In a little while, we'll go over these for Mars, and you'll see that they are almost identical. Tuesday. So the zodiac sign is Aries, and traditionally... Scorpio. The solar system ruling planet, of course, is Mars. 
the rune is deer. Colors associated with Tuesday are black, orange, red, and scarlet. Tarot cards associated with Tuesday are strength and five and six of wands. In many traditions, uh, you may remember that wands are associated with fire. The number associated with Tuesday is five. Trees are cedar, elm, holly, and palm slash dragon's blood. Herbs and miscellaneous plants include allspice, basil, garlic, ginger, patchouli, snapdragon, thistle. The metal associated with Tuesday is iron. And then gemstones and minerals include bloodstone, emerald, garnet, ruby, sapphire, especially star sapphire, what a beauty, and topaz. And some issues, intentions, and powers to focus on on Tuesday include action, aggression, assertiveness, battle, war, challenges, courage, discipline, energy, healing, honor, integrity, justice, passion, purification, strength, and truth. So, the association between Tuesday and the planetary energy of Mars originates from ancient astrological and mythological traditions. This connection is deeply rooted in the symbolism attributed to both the day of the week and the planet, drawing upon various cultural and historical influences. Here are some reasons why Tuesday has become associated and intertwined with Mars. Mythological origins. In ancient Roman mythology, Tuesday is named after the god Mars, as I've said, and you should be counting how many times I've said this, actually. You can make a drinking game out of my tendency to repeat myself. (laughs) Who was the equivalent to the Greek god Ares? Mars was the god of war, battle, and courage. He represented the martial qualities of strength, assertiveness, and vigor. And as such, Mars's characteristics align closely with the energy of the planet that bears his name. Which brings us to planetary symbolism. Astrologically, Mars is associated with the qualities of action, assertion, courage, passion, and drive. Drink. It's considered by some a masculine planet, And its influence is often linked to how individuals assert themselves, pursue their goals, and navigate challenges. This resonance with Mars' qualities is the basis for associating Tuesday with themes of action and energy. The seven-day week system. The seven-day week system, which has been used for centuries, assigns each day to a specific celestial body or deity. Mars was associated with the second day of the week. Tuesday in this system, which was developed by various cultures and civilizations, including the Babylonians, Romans, and Norse, who named the days after celestial bodies and gods. Cultural influence. Different cultures and languages have retained the link between Tuesday and Mars. For example, in Spanish and Italian, Tuesday is martes and martedi, drink, respectively both derived from Mars. Similarly, in French, it's Mardi. You may be reminded of Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday. These linguistic connections reflect the continuing influence of the association between the day and the planet. Symbolic alignment. 
Tuesday's energy aligns well with Mars's courage, action, and assertiveness. It's considered a day when people can harness the energy to start new projects, tackle challenges, and assert themselves confidently. So this combination of mythological traditions, astrological symbolism, historical weak systems, and linguistic influences make Tuesday intrinsically associated with the themes of action, initiative, and the warrior spirit, all energies embodied by Mars. So moving on to Mars, because there's a lot of conflicting qualities here some that people do not look favorably upon and some that people do look favorably upon. But honestly, this is all different sides of the same coin as everything has a shadow aspect and every good quality in moderation can be wonderful, but can also turn sour when not kept under control, which has to do with a lot of the challenges that we face in life, especially when we're dealing with our ability to be aggressive, assertive, courageous, confident. So let's talk about Mars, especially in astrology, because in astrology, as we know, each planet is associated with specific energies, qualities, and influences that can shape an individual's personality, behavior, and experiences. Mars is one of the planets with distinct astrological significance, and its energy is often linked to various aspects of human nature and life experiences. Here are just a few of these significant planetary qualities and how people can work with these energies. So we know that Mars is referred to as the warrior planet due to its association with qualities like energy, action, courage, passion, and assertiveness. It's the ruling planet of the zodiac sign Aries and also can be said to co-rule Scorpio as its traditional ruler. Some key aspects of Mars' astrological significance are energy and drive. Mars represents your physical energy, motivation, and desire to take action. It is the driving force behind your pursuits and ambitions. A strong Mars in your birth chart can indicate a high level of energy and enthusiasm. Passion and desire. Mars is linked to your passion, desires, and the pursuit of pleasure. It governs your sexual drive and how you express your desires. Courage and assertion. Your ability to be assertive, confident, and courageous in various life situations and its magnitude can be linked to your Mars placements, which encourages you to take risks and stand up for yourself. Competitiveness. Mars represents your competitive spirit and your willingness to engage in competition or challenges. It can influence how you handle competition and or conflict. And finally, aggression and anger, the qualities that most people automatically think of when they consider Mars, because its energy can also manifest as assertiveness, but it can also lean towards aggression and anger if not managed effectively. As with all things, there is always a shadow side. Just as how when we covered Friday and Venus, we discussed how Venus's qualities were all about love, beauty, and relationships. But it also has a shadow side and can turn selfish and wrathful. Learning to channel Mars energy, or any energy for that matter, in a healthy way 
is essential to avoiding the conflicts and harmful situations that come from ignoring or having a lack of understanding of these shadow aspects. And about that, I mentioned before about seeing Mars in a different way. In most cases, people tend to look upon Mars energy in the context of that warrior planet or warrior deity persona. And for this reason, many people shy away from an intense warlike energy. But in truth, we all have Mars aspects in us, some more than others, but they are there. And it's important to get to know every aspect of ourselves, understand them, and see what we can learn from them and either learn to embrace and harness them or calm and temper them or both. I myself have an Aries rising, making Mars, respectively, my astrological home planet. And I have learned to work with and even honor my fiery nature, even offering weekly devotion on Tuesdays with candles and prayer, a prayer that I will share later. But still, there are other aspects of Mars and other ways to look at this immense planetary energy that is a far cry from the warlike aggressor. So, from Planets for Pagans by Rena Shesso, I asked a wise astrology-savvy friend, what image do you use for the deity Mars? Her reply, the green man. The goddess Juno was sorrowing, offended that Jupiter had birthed the child, Minerva, who was not born of a woman, but instead sprang from the head of Jupiter himself. Juno called upon her handmaiden, Flora, to bring her a flower. Flora, the goddess of flowering plants and springtime, did as Juno asked, and Juno clasped the flower passionately to her breast. Through the intense longing of her embrace and her own generative deity, Juno became pregnant. The child she bore was Mars, who inherited his flower father's fertile green energies and his mother's anger with Jupiter. So here's where we begin, with a family portrait of a flower father, an angry goddess mother, and a divine baby. Mars's role was originally one of fertility and defense. He caused the plants to grow, protected cattle and fields, and established and maintained good boundaries around these settled places. He fathered Romulus and Remus, who in turn became the founders of Rome. The month of March, first month of the Roman year, is named for Mars, and that season's earliest associations were with planting new crops. Mars helped with that via prayers and offerings, and was called upon when divine defense was needed. Gradually, this changed, and March became the month to muster the troops. Why just defend your own fields when you can go out and conquer someone else's? But this is a later Rome and a later Mars. Farther from the wild woods, the fertility of the earth, and the life force of nature. And yet another way to see Mars is as the rebellious youth. Mars is often called the red planet. And in modern photographs taken with space probes and telescopes, the planet indeed is shown to be a rusty orange. But if you're looking for something distinctly red using only the naked eye, you'll miss Mars which just looks warm and peachy orange in comparison to the other planets and stars around it. But the more stars you can see, the more Mars's warmer tone stands out from the crowd in contrast. This warmth and redness has been spun into Mars's lore and symbolism as blood, iron, temper, 
fiery nature, and passion. We can attribute some of the god Mars's storied combativeness and contrariness to the planet Mars's own motion in the skies. A crucial part of Mars's identity stems from planetary order. Mercury and Venus, as we've seen, are never far from the sun. Next is the Earth. Then we come to Mars, and something new is introduced. Opposition. Astrologically, we still chart the heavens as if we Earthlings were the center of the universe with the sun circling us. This is not accurate, but that's how it looks from our perspective. But Mars has another surprise for us. Although, and because Mars is moving much faster than either Jupiter or Saturn, it opposes the sun less often than either of these slower planets. In fact, Mars has solar conjunctions and oppositions less frequently than any other planet. Mars comes close to repeating its moves over a 15-year cycle, but not really close. You won't see the cycle clearly unless you watch it over a mind-numbing 79 years. Jupiter and Mars are dependable and orderly, paralleling the traditional attributes of their gods. Mars, however, marches to its own drum and takes more than two years, 25 or 26 months to be exact, to return to an opposition or conjunction double the time required by Saturn and Jupiter, respectively. This isn't erratic, just very Mars-specific. Like a wayward friend on the day you need help moving, Mars shows up when he feels like it. Lest that sound too anthropomorphic, remember that classic depictions of the gods Jupiter and Saturn show mature and stately men, characterizations that carry over to their eponymous planets. Depictions of Mars look like photos of a sexy fireman calendar. <laughs> uh, I love that, the sexy fireman calendar. Anyway, role differentiation by age fits with traditional practices in many cultures. To the Plains tribes, a war chief was generally a younger man recognized for traits the people respected, honorable behavior, generosity, physical bravery, clever strategy, bold fighting, kindliness, and perhaps charisma. These traits distinguished him in peacetime and could inspire others to follow him into a battle. By contrast, a peace chief was an elder, generally someone who had been a war chief earlier, but who now occupied a less active advisory role. It's easy to see which role Mars fills, but he was originally called on for protective rather than aggressive combat. Mars was invoked when Rome required protection, then thanked when hostilities were ended, mustered out, as it were, and returned to his agricultural role in this natural world. Thanks to his flower father, from whom we trace the instigating spark, Mars embodied the thrusting forth energy of the Earth itself. Mars Sylvanus was an aspect of this, Offerings were made to this forest deity before fields were cleared for crops to retain his fertile blessings as humans transitioned a place's plant life from wild to cultivated. Mars, agent of the fertile, with the will to protect this lush garden, swords into plowshares and back again as needed. All right, let's go through some Mars correspondences. As I said before, when I was reading through Tuesday's correspondences, they will be very similar. Now, Mars correspondences are much more lengthy, but you will see many, many similarities to that of Tuesday. 
because they are so intrinsically intertwined with one another. So for Mars, the day of the week is Tuesday. The zodiac sign, again, is Aries and traditionally Scorpio, although now that is ruled by Pluto. The element is fire. The rune is thorn. Colors associated with Mars are crimson, maroon, orange, pink, and red. Numbers are two, three, five, and nine. The tarot cards associated with Mars are the devil, the emperor, and the tower. Trees, alder, blackthorn, fir, hawthorn, holly, juniper, dragon's blood, pine, and yew. The herbs or miscellaneous plants are allspice, anise, basil, asafoetida, black cohosh, blessed thistle, bloodroot, broom, coriander, cumin, uh, deer's tongue, galangal, garlic, ginger, gorse, hyjon, honeysuckle, mustard, nettle, pennyroyal, pepper, reed, rue, snapdragon, sweet woodruff, thistle, and wormwood. From the sea, red coral. Gemstones and minerals associated with Mars are beryl, bloodstone, citrine, diamond, garnet, hematite, red jasper, onyx, pyrite, rhodonite, ruby, sard, sardonyx, tourmaline, including red or watermelon, and zircon. You notice a lot of these are either red or they have about them the qualities of strength or protection uh, or a fiery nature in general. Some deities associated with Mars include Ares, Anet, Indra, Astarte, Bod, Durga, Macha, Mars, Maeve, Minerva, Nana, Nergal, Odin, Set, and Thor. Animals associated with Mars are the sheep or the ram specifically, uh, which is the animal um, symbolizing the zodiac sign of Ares and the wolf. And intentions, powers, and issues that can be focused on in association with Mars include action, aggression, anger, assertiveness, battle or war, beginnings, courage, death, defense, desire, determination, emotions, endurance, energy, enmity, growth, justice, life, lust, magic, uh, general magic or defensive magic, passion, power, sex or sexuality, skills, strength, and willpower. Still, most often, two major takeaways when we, and even I, think of Mars are that of the warrior and of passion. And these are wonderful energies to work with in our lives. And I think the best way to describe how these attributes can be harnessed for the highest good is by reciting a prayer to Mars that I use every Tuesday. Uh, and I actually found this online a couple years ago, fell in love with it instantly, and I've been using it ever since. It is A Modern Prayer to Mars by Marina Orms. Mars, with your strength and might, with your untiring effort, with your steadfast courage and willingness to defend and protect my intentions against all of their enemies within and without, 
with your skillful wielding of the spear and ability to cut what does not serve me as the driver of the chariot of my soul in this incarnation, I call upon you now. Send me your unwavering strength and courage that I may release completely and for all time my compulsions to act unconsciously. Help me to subdue and remove from my being any inclinations that do not serve my highest potential and the greatest good for all beings on earth and beyond. Give me the courage and the audacity to do my part to consciously and intentionally create a peaceful, harmonious, and sustainable world for myself and my fellow beings for uncountable generations into the future. I am willing to own my power with patience, compassion, and love in every moment. And that prayer to Mars is what I think the essence of the beauty of that energy is really all about, um, especially if you are apprehensive about the warlike aspects of it. Just love it. Just love it. Okay. Now, before I leave you, I have an exercise in case you want to dive a little deeper into the energies of Mars, especially those energies that may be a little uncomfortable. Um, I have an exercise that I found in Planetary Spells and Rituals by Raven Digitalis. And it is Fiery Fury, Releasing Anger. The properties of Mars and the element of fire are plenty. Some of the most prevalent qualities are war, aggression, and anger. When anger arises in a person, they are overtaken with a rage that has potential to get out of control, much like a fire. Like any strong emotion, anger can be difficult to work with and calm, which is where this spell comes in. Anger can be considered to be related to Mars. You may then wonder why this spell for releasing anger is included here in the Mars chapter. The reason is that we'll be fighting fire with fire. Anger is a piercing, destructive force, and the energy behind extreme banishing is similar. Though it would be a good idea to also incorporate other planetary energies, the essence of Mars can help get the essence of Mars under control. This spell also concludes with a bath or shower. In a sense, the aggressive release, fire, will be cooled off in the end with water. If you're plotting zodiacal alignments, try to incorporate at least a little essence of the element water, Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. Anger requires release. It must be conducted. If bottled away, it only builds. This is exceedingly dangerous, both emotionally and psychologically. Many therapies and spiritual paths assert that various steps in awareness can be taken before anger builds or gets out of control. While this spell is not focused on these mechanisms, it can provide a small outlet for the fiery fury once it's begun to build. When the escalated rage is conducted, channeled and gotten under control, it can then encourage a person to change their emotional actions in the future should a situation arise again. Releasing anger in a constructive manner is important. If left unchecked, the demon of rage can overtake a person and lead them out of control. Surrendering to one's emotions, including anger, may seem to be empowering in the moment, but this is an illusion. Losing control of one's mindfulness, regardless of the emotion and its intensity, is a serious occurrence. As this spell provides a method of release, I hope it encourages those with frequent tempers to conduct their emotions before they become too chaotic. Stepping back and further application. 
everybody gets furious now and then. However, some of us are more subject to our emotions than others. Aries rising, hello, hello. There is no shame in admitting that you have an anger problem. It's common. If you and those around you believe that the levels of anger you are feeling are unhealthy and yet you still can't seem to get a hold on your emotions, I encourage you to consider meditation, therapy, and anger management counseling. Such things can truly be life-saving and can help a person get to the root of their anger, which is much more empowering than letting the anger run rampant. Know your emotions. Know yourself. So, supplies for this exercise or spell. You will need five organic cage-free chicken eggs. Usually one egg if the performance of the spell is frequent so as to not waste food. A red permanent marker and a black permanent marker. Any combination of the herbs dandelion and wormwood. Love me some wormwood. Um, a few handfuls of sea salt. One can or bottle of beer. And a bathtub or shower. Uh, notes. If you're underage, substitute with apple juice or a hops bath sachet for the beer. Beer is known to help dispel negative external influences. There are very few ingredients in this spell for a reason. Like a bonfire, anger can arise suddenly. Thus, gathering tools for a ritual wouldn't necessarily be practical. For those who experience... I'm laughing because I can see myself trying to do a... Um, really complex ritual while overcome with anger. And <laughs> yes, this is correct. Let's keep it simple. For those who experience the in instantaneous rising of anger, skip to the very last portion of this spell, the bath, immediately when the anger starts to take hold. Procedure. Don't cast a circle for the spell. Doing so in a moment of anger could upset the harmony of the elements and spirits at hand. Instead, immediately grab your eggs. With a red marker, draw the symbol of Mars five times on each egg. With the black marker, write your feelings. This can be anything from being ignored or disrespected or fuck you. Write words that express your feelings and what you feel is wrong in a situation. Go outside. Briefly hold each egg to your brow and take five deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. As you exhale, move the egg to your mouth and imagine fiery red energy being sent into it. With your right hand, forcefully throw the eggs on the ground, smashing them with all your might. Kneel on the ground and pound the egg and the ground, pulverizing the shell. Get messy and use lots of force. Purge the anger through the egg. Don't hurt yourself, but do use force. As you are pounding the egg, see bolts of red lightning exiting your fists, being absorbed by the earth. While you're smashing, repeat, fiery fury, anger unjust. Get away from me, you must. Into the earth, this anger is caged. This egg dies alongside my rage. Once thoroughly smashed, put the herbs on the smashed egg. Put a few pinches of salt on the egg to fully ground the energies. Go inside and wash with soap. If you've been at odds with another person, tell them you need to calm down and we'll discuss matters later. Grab the beer and salt and draw a warm bath or shower. When the bath is ready, dump in the beer and salt or dump it over your head if you're standing in the shower. And say, heated water you shall chill, cool my anger, it is my will. 
While you are bathing or showering, take deep breaths, soaking up the cleansing power of the water infused with fermented hops, yeast, and salt. Allow your anger to be transformed into peace and acceptance. Know that you are taking the higher road by not giving in to your anger and are changing your state of mind for the better. I am definitely going to keep that one in my back pocket, and I highly, highly recommend planetary spells and rituals, practicing dark and light magic aligned with the cosmic bodies by Raven Digitalis, as well as planets for pagans, sacred sites, ancient lore, and magical stargazing by Rena Shesso. And still, if you're looking for other ways to work with Mars energy, work off Mars energy, or get under control some Mars energy, here are some quick suggestions before I let you go. Physical activities. Engaging in physical exercises and activities that challenge your body can help channel Mars energy positively. Martial arts, sports, and other forms of physical training can be very beneficial. Setting goals. Mars encourages action and pursuit. Set clear goals for yourself and take proactive steps to achieve them. Use Mars's motivation to overcome obstacles. Confidence building. Work on building self-confidence and asserting yourself in a healthy way. Confront your fears and take calculated risks to foster personal growth. Passion projects. Pursue activities that ignite your passion and your enthusiasm. Whether it's a hobby, a creative project, a personal interest, Dedicate some time to what you love, and it can be very, very fulfilling. Conflict resolution. While Mars can bring conflicts, it can also provide the energy needed to address and resolve them. Practice effective communication and negotiation skills to manage conflicts positively. Self-awareness. That's a big one. Understand your own triggers for anger and frustration. Practice mindfulness and self-awareness to prevent impulsive reactions. And finally, balancing Mars. To avoid excessive aggression, balance Mars energy with the qualities of other planets in your chart. The positions of Venus for harmony, Saturn for discipline, and even Neptune for spirituality can influence how Mars expresses itself in you. Remember that astrology offers insights into your personality and tendencies, but it doesn't dictate your actions or your choices. Working with Mars energy involves conscious awareness, reflection, and the intention to use its qualities in constructive and beneficial ways. And you can get even more benefit from doing so on a Tuesday. Okay, now that is all that I have for you today. So please be well and have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A is for Agrimony, coffee-stained notes on witchcraft. If you like what you've been hearing, please drop me a review wherever you're listening. If you'd like some more content, please go to aisforagrimony.com, where you can find my blog, episode archive, spells and rituals, the living grimoire, and soon to come, the coven shop. You can follow me on Instagram at a underscore is underscore for underscore agrimony. That's an underscore in between each word over on threads under the same exact handle. Or you can like my Facebook page at facebook.com slash a is for agrimony. Want to contact me? Shoot an email to reach margo at a is for agrimony.com. 
And if you're interested in some exclusive bonus content, you can join the community over on Patreon at patreon.com slash A is for Agrimony, where I share early release unedited video format episodes, weekly collective card readings, monthly spells, occasional bonus content, and more to come. Again, thank you for listening, be well, and have an amazing weekend. With your steadfast courage and willingness to defend and protect my intentions against all their enemies within and without. With your skillful wielding of the spear and ability. Hey, please. Oh my God. Hey, please. India. You could do that anywhere else in the house. Sorry, I don't know if that sound is going to pick up, but she's slamming her foot on the floor while she's scratching herself, and I don't have the ability to edit that out if it's completely happening at the same time that I'm speaking. She just went upstairs. She was just like, fuck this. All right, I'm sorry. I'm starting again. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hmm.